you are right in the middle. Watch out for ideas flowing around. Hey, it's good to see you right in the middle. By the way, I'm Marcelo. I'm seeing you using a smartphone. Everyone has one these days. It connects you to an entire world of both productivity and procrastination. Have you ever thought about the insane amount of data that flows between your mobile devices and the internet every minute? Your smartphone probably had made contact with dozens of APIs while we were having this conversation. Curious about APIs? Awesome! So, grab a coffee, raise your headphone volume, and please take a seat while I fix this flux capacitor in just a second. Tekka, give me a hand here. Damn! I should have asked for the menu instead of the sport magazine. Done. Let's go. This year is 2003. Kodak released the world's first digital camera with an OLED display, while Intel released the Pentium M microprocessor. On the open source side, the first release of Fedora reached the public along with the third version of the Red Hat Enterprise Linux. Apart from those events, a new policy started to take effect in a company, a policy to enforce all teams to expose data and functionality through services interfaces. It doesn't matter the technology, as long as the communication happens only through those interfaces. Also, All the interfaces must be designed to be publicly available, so developers outside the organization might use them in the future. And what happens to anyone who doesn't follow the new policy? Simple. They will be fired. Curious about who wrote this policy? The guy's name is Jeff Bezos. And I guess you already know the company, right? Exactly. It's Amazon. As organizations grow, the internal systems change, become more complex, and, if not well managed, can prevent them to deliver innovative services. Amazon's policy hit the bullseye, allowing the company to promote understanding of departments and to open up parts of its business to create new revenue streams. And no, I didn't put the wrong parameters. This year is really 2003. But this policy will only be publicly known in 2011. Actually, let's head to that year. Fasten your seatbelt. Tekka? This year we went with about 5,000 APIs in the programmable web directory. That's huge compared to less than 100 in 2003. Sounds like Bezos was right to apply that policy. Web APIs are helping systems to be easily integrated through standardized and transfer protocols and data formats. The thing is, you can create another market by exposing your APIs. Even if you don't want to monetize your APIs, you can still engage developers to build the most creative ways of connecting your customers to your value proposition. Like the TweakDeck client for Twitter, in 2008, Ian Dodsworth launched the first version of TweetDeck, a promising dashboard for managing Twitter accounts. Thanks to the Twitter API, TweetDeck could provide a lot of awesome features for its users. 
In fact, and in 2010, TweetDeck was the most popular Twitter app with impressive 23% market share. We're still in 2011, so Twitter reacquired TweetDeck this year for an impressive 25 million pounds. Unfortunately, Twitter will restrict its API in 2018, making third-party apps incredibly less fun. Isn't that interesting? An API having so much impact on the product it's related to? An API is the interface between people and developer position. Product. Think about that. We all need to accomplish some tasks, and not often we hit some barriers that slow us down. A good product has a value proposition that creates gain and also relieves some pain, so we can achieve a specific goal. Uh, I can see you got it right. <laughs> exactly. An API is a value proposition interface. It's how we enable access to a value proposition, like these time machine buttons that even Tekka is able to handle. Oops, sorry Tekka. So, now that we know why APIs are so great, let's go back to our time to discuss a bit more. I don't know about you, but time travels always give me headaches. Tekka? for a while about the Amazon's policy. Now everything is exposed to APIs and might be released to the public. Nice! But how to manage those access? Also, how to charge the public for using the APIs? Mm, well, maybe we can develop a proxy to put in front of those APIs. Then we can give each developer a key to use the proxy and measure each request. We can also develop a publisher, so developers can easily expose their APIs. Mm, a developer portal to serve documentation and... Wow! I think that will solve the problem. Mm, but it would create a lot more. We would still need to invest time and money to create that solution. But it's not a wise decision to invest in something that is not our core business. Over the time, we will still need to improve, fix security bugs, provide documentation for usage, and so on. That may be cost us even more than our real product. Better look for something else on the market. Actually, this type of solution has a name. It's called API Management. An API Management leverage agile frameworks to provide robust synopsis for high-level overviews. This interactive approach to corporate strategy forces collaborative thinking to further the overall value proposition, thus organically growing the holistic worldview of disruptive innovation via workplace diversity and empowerment and... Wait a minute... Tekka... Did you hit the business bullshit generator again? Hmm, okay... I'll pretend to trust you. Well, uh, anyway, let's talk a bit about API management. Hey, Taka, pause off. Suppose we will release an API to the public by exposing it through an API management. One of the main features of an API management is the publishing tool. From there, 
we can point to the API implementation and map available endpoints. Another component, the gateway, will make sure the request will go for the right place and can also enforce security policies and any other rule. Those rules can also be request limits or even endpoint availability. Then application plans came to play by wrapping those rules in a package that can be offered to developers. We can easily set up a basic plan that covers the basic usage so developers can have a taste of the API and a premium plan that assertively integrate full tester ideas and tech. The application plan is the key to a pricing model. So keep that in mind when you publish your API to synergistically create business wins and oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll block your client ID so you won't be able to access the business bullshit API. It's really simple to do that uh, through the API management. Done. You cannot access the API anymore. Now, please be a nice companion and let me finish here. A client ID is what defines the requester of your API. Usually, you pass a client ID and a client secret as credentials to access the API. The gateway can block the request if the credentials are invalid, your client ID is blocked, or your current application plan doesn't allow you to proceed. Of course, nothing will happen if developers cannot figure out how to use the API. Developers should be engaged, and nothing can do it better than a developer portal, a place where developers can browse the available APIs, which application plans are available, and of course, the documentation. The developer portal is the central point of engagement, a place where we collaboratively develop frictionless deliverables. On top of those features, we still have analytics, monitoring and billing. Um, but I think we should talk about those later. I need to fix this API so Tekka won't be able to dynamically empower customized channels and... Oh, oh okay, Tekka, Tekka. I'm trying to completely enhance cloud-fired experience and you're appropriately unleashing distributed functional ideas. How do you think I'll collaboratively productize dynamic human capital if you're still enthusiastically pressing this market-driven cross-platform button?